Got that sickness energy, that good, good sickness energy. The sun came out, the flowers bloomed. My body's on a path to doom. I've got that sickness energy, that weak, weak sickness energy. Really can't speak, don't know what to do. But here we go. Hooray! You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated oh, volume okay. of other people's opinions. I'm Experiencing hay fever. Yeah, you are. Oh, big time hay. F- that's that's it. Tremendous. That is all. I, that is all okay. I have to give you for an introduction. Because the more I use my voice, the worse it's gonna oh, get. Oh man. Okay. Can I'm I- a ticking time bomb of the sun's creation. On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest <sighs> things people have to say about just about everything, and we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring. A little levity to you. <laughs> Babe, this is um, a web page and menu reading podcast. And yeah. I have a website for you. So I need you to tease oh your God. bit because I have a website to read you. It's actually one of my very favorite websites in the world. And yeah. I want to share it with you. I'm so excited. I actually uh, have website content for you too. Oh, good. I hate it. We might have a record low number of reviews for this episode. Boy, are we going to find out. <laughs> uh, it's the final it's the day of camping week. Uh-huh. Four straight episodes of Camp, Camp, Camp. Camp, Camp, Camp. Uh, We've never brought camp before. Never. That's not our genre. No. 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 Um, and so for the last day of camping week, I mean, you can't end. A ca- every camping trip has to end at some point. But you can't, <laughs> you can't end it without s'mores oh hell yeah we're doing a s'mores special but not just any s'mores special because i could just go to all recipes and find the recipe for basic s'mores and all the people that say god damn i couldn't make s'mores without this basic recipe which is what i did and i have all those reviews but we're not doing those uh-huh. those exist uh-huh. we're doing s'mores for the smart people Wow. Yeah, intellectual s'mores. Intellectual s'mores. Get that brain in gear and eat some goddamn s'mores. You want to hear my segue? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Um, That's funny. I just read the Wikipedia page for Ray Fiennes' new movie, The Menu. Um, Okay. And guess what else I read on Wikipedia? One of my very favorite websites. A lot of people's probably, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, right, but I, I did, I did just recently watch a video of somebody who said, I am interested in it if it has a Wikipedia. And I was like, oh, that's my life. <laughs> that's how, how, why are you so interested in, th- in, in, in everything? Jess, what are you interested in? I'm interested in things with a Wikipedia. It's a hard life to live, but I live it. So, um, I want to set the scene. Are you ready? It's 1990. Um, you mm. are Alberto Alessi, an Italian. Um, okay. Um, um, I think I'm mostly German and French, though. Uh, no, you're an Italian kitchen appliance maker. Right. I'm Alberto. Right. Sorry. sorry. Alberto Alessi um, 
Italian kitchenware company man. Okay. And then a boy named Felipe Stark gives you a napkin with a spaceship. Felipe Stark. I'm sorry. Okay. Felipe Stark, an architect, gives you a napkin that has a spaceship drawn on it. Okay. And Felipe Stark tells you that this is going um, straight to Marvel Comics. Spaceship is a lemon juicer. Okay. Okay. And you, Alberto Alessi, say, indeed it is. And then together, you create the juicy Salif. Salif. The yes. juicy Salif. The juicy Salif, okay. a citrus reamer designed by Philip- Felipe Stark in 1990, is considered an icon of industrial design and has been displayed in the permanent collections of the Museum of Modern Art and Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, as well as the Victoria and Albert Museums in London. It has also received this distinction at the RISD Museum and the Museum of Fine Arts in Houston. Which museum? Uh, this wh- is what the Juicy Salif looks like. Wow. Okay. So a bit like War of the Worlds. A little bit like War of the Worlds, a whole lot like the end of Men in Black 2. <laughs> um, you know what? That's better. I'll, you know what? Okay. Yep. Step up. I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, so I guess um, everyone take an opportunity to look up the Juicy. How do you spell Salif? I I should know. I'm sorry. It's obvious. S-A-L-I-F. S-A-L-I-F. I I was unable to find out why it's called that. Um, Made of cast and polished aluminum by the Italian kitchenware company, Alessi, the tool measures 14 centimeters, about five and a half inches in diameter, and about 11 inches high. So it's not quite a foot tall little spaceship that sits on your counter. And it's intended to juice lemons, except that it isn't. But the device is not easy to use as its polished aluminum finish is vulnerable to corrosion and producing an unpleasant taste as conceded in its official instructions. The kitchen tool is not dishwasher safe and must be hand washed while taking care to avoid injury from its sharp point. Oh, my God. Alberto Alessi in a recorded video interview posted on D-Zine said, I'm very happy that with this product because I consider it a big joke to everybody. It is the most controversial squeezer of the century, I must say, but one of the most amusing projects I have sorry, done no, in my me. career. I'm sorry. No, that's me. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You weren't checking the books correctly. The most controversial squeezer is yours truly. It's me. C'est, c'est moi. C'est moi. <laughs> have you seen me squeezing? Because um, I do it real questionably. <laughs> Stark has publicly stated that his citrus reaper was, quote, not meant to squeeze lemons, but to start conversations. Okay. I just, it's hard. It's hard when your last name is Stark and you're doing shit like this. Yeah. It's too close to the sun. An image of the Juicy Salif was featured on the front uh, cover of Donald Norman's book, Emotional Design. The gold-plated version was described as an ornament because citric acid from fruit would discolor and erode the gold plating. Yeah, and leach gold into your drippings. Um, yes. Okay. So that um, that's the Wikipedia page for Philip Felipe Stark's Juicy Salif. Right, and then just to clarify it for me, Felipe Stark designed it, and it, then uh, Oli Oli Boli Alessi sold yes, it. Sold it. Alessi, okay. an established kitchenware company. Right. Okay. Took this design and said, "Yes, indeed, it is a juice squeezer." Okay. You are correct. Okay. And Philip Stark. 
Right. And we're doing reviews for it. Well, this first half, I'm mostly just sharing info with you. A uh, big info um, dump. Okay. This is a big info kind dump. Kind of a lore dump. Okay. Kind of a lore dump. It's kind of got a lot of lore. And maybe when I did this the first time, I tried to do two separate things. Oh, here you go. Here's the juicy, juicy Salif in a, in a human hand. Wow. So you can Holy. really see how fucking bizarre it is. Well, the human hand is holding it like a like a weapon. Um, Who's to say it isn't? Well, it is. I mean, it's it, like strictly. I, again, we're going to circle back because I didn't quite finish my thought from earlier. Uh, now's the time to look it up. S-A-I-L-I-F. If you are driving, what better chance? Now's the time. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. Would you like to tell me how much you think it costs? Oh, God. Um, 120. Price is right rules? That is so very close. You did go over, so you Fuck. have lost. Fuck! But... One dollar. It's a... Ri- nope. One dollar. It's a... Nope. One dollar. 420, Drew. <laughs> um, it is... It was originally um, $110, but it is on sale right now for $68.51. Okay, so they can't move these things fast enough. They simply cannot. They've been attempting to since no. 1990. Yeah. Um, It's... The wildest thing I've ever seen in my it, life. It's a it's a fruit juicer that you can't use. Yeah. That's the long and short of it. Completely unusable fruit juicer. It hurts you and it puts poison in your food. Yes. Is that the Okay. So yes. TLDR. TLDR. Those two, those two things. Those two things. Um and it looks like a spaceship. Yeah. Um, so now we're gonna read some questions and answers and then we'll just move on. We'll come back later. Okay. Um question. This is from Amazon. Yes. Big time Amazon Q&A. Big time Amazon Q&A question. And if you're looking for a juicer on Amazon and your budget is <laughs> anywhere between zero to a million, you might have some questions about this one. Can I wash it in the dishwasher? That... That's how I destroyed the last one. <laughs> okay, that is an invalid question. That means you are not shopping correctly. Answer from Dirkster59. Like if, if you have to ask... I think you answered your own question. There we go. Okay. I mean, well, okay. Sure. Fair. But <laughs> that's how I destroyed the last one. That's how I destroyed the last one. Okay. So yeah, I guess what what information were you looking for? Were you looking for like yes, but you have to use the the detergent from the special commercial where the plumber says no, you're using the wrong detergent? Is yeah, it that one? And then he makes friends with the children for some reason. And then they're like, yes, I want to start the dishwasher. <laughs> um, which is the wildest thing I've ever seen in my whole life, and I've been re- I've been reading this article, this Wikipedia article. Like, is that the feedback you were hoping for? Because it seems like a long shot. Question: Made in USA. Answer from Design and Grace. Wow. No, Alessi <laughs> is an Italian company. Um, I just, and the only reason I brought that is because it could not have been made clearer. <laughs> Amazon is a piece of shit website, but it could not have been made clearer <laughs> that all they wanted to tell you was that this is an Italian product from Italy where the Italians are. Mm-hmm. That is all they cared about because I imagine yeah. that is the only way they sell these because if this had been made in Arkansas, it would not be a thing. <laughs> it would not be a thing. It would not happen. Um... Uh, like the the bullet points on the product details, the fourth one is just is Italian. Is Italian <laughs> on it? Got no in the product description. It says 
Made in Italy, Juicy Salif. <laughs> juicy Salif. That is the product description. <laughs> Question. This is our last one. Why would you pay $100 for this? The best question. Answer from Nicholas. It's art. It will juice a citrus for your favorite cocktail. It looks cool. It won't. It's made in Italy. Actually works and a fun piece of for any bar setup. Solid aluminum. Easy to clean. And it's from outer space. <laughs> um, it is not easy to clean and... It will not juice fruit for your favorite cocktail. Because you can't use it. Because you cannot use it. Even if you could adequately juice a lemon on it, which you can't because it doesn't have a point on the top. Like the, the top is completely rounded. Yeah, but it's not just rounded. It's like it's like flat rounded. Yeah. It's so instead yeah. of juicing, it just kind of like pushes. Yeah, it'd be as good as to your lemon. Yeah. It, it would be like trying to juice a lemon on your kneecap. Yes. That is actually that is yes. And that you, is what it would be. So like you can do it, but it's gonna it's not gonna be a fun experience for anyone. If especially your cocktail. If you're driving right now and you couldn't look it up, just I need you to picture <laughs> juicing a lemon on your kneecap. Yeah. That's it. Um This is my this is the last thing I have to say about all of this. Are you ready? Good juicers. More or less. <laughs> um, this is an answer from Leo is Salem, Oregon. <laughs> awesome uh, what, a, what a place to own and love quality and design unless the items are high quality and unparalleled design many of the designers are artists architects or even car engineers it is a fantastic collaborative effort to make pieces that are not only useful but could be a piece of art or even a conversation starter I think it is safe to say that you would not understand why somebody would pay $100 for a citrus juicer or $1,000 for a colander but you also probably have other priorities in life go to your search bar and type Alessi and look at all the wonderful pieces of useful art um, and I, some opinions are bad and I just wanted to bring that. Okay. Um, that's what I have. Later, we'll read reviews. This isn't a review show. It's a it's a website yeah. menu show. So, so that's fine. And and it's just and it so we're set up for a total minefield. Yes. We're gonna read honest to god reviews from people who bought a thing that poison for, that you if you use it it's poison. It is poison, and it is it costs anywhere between hundred and fifty dollars. And to be fair to the company. It tells you in the official instructions that it is poison. Yeah. Okay. And it should not be used to juice lemons. If you sell it in California, the labels are buck wild. Out of control. <laughs> they add some extra <laughs> stickers you have never read before. Um, it, it, the stickers are so jam-packed that if you look at it and cross your eyes, it just makes a big skull and crossbones. It actually, yeah, like you, yeah, it's a magic eye. <laughs> and the mad, if you really, if you really zone out, you see your own death. <laughs> exactly cool. how it happens. Yeah, Cool and interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, great. <clears throat> well, before we get to those fun reviews, um, we're kind of not doing reviews for my section too, but kind of oh, good, are, good, so good, it's good, fine. Good, good, good. It's, it, look, I'll explain. It's a reviews show. My body is deteriorating. Uh, we got a recipe and reviews kind of for Tanya Sachinsky's s'mores from the New York Times cooking. New York Times. 
New York Times. So earlier I mentioned we're doing the intellectual s'mores. S'mores for the grad students. S'mores for the post-grad students. S'mores for the person who still reads before bed. S'mores for the poet. Yes. Um, and the laureate. <laughs> um, so this is a s'mores recipe from the New York Times. Um, the prove it. The, the, photograph, the photograph is by Johnny Miller and food stylist was Sue Lee. There's your picture. I. It, by all accounts, is a dog shit picture of s'mores. It's not. Do you remember when <laughs> Paul Hollywood yeah, made do. them all make s'mores? I do. And we all said, oh, please don't. Yeah, but it happened anyway. Um, so this is it's got a four star average out of 119 ratings. Now, the problem is a lot of cooking websites that aren't the ones we usually use. What they do is they'll have ratings. They'll even sometimes call them reviews. Yeah. But it's just the star number. Mm-hmm. And then they have comments. Yes. And the two things are separate. Yes. Which is tricky and it's dicky and it's bullshitty. Uh-huh. And normally when I see it, I'm like, well, I can't do that. That's, yeah. That doesn't play. That doesn't play. Bullshitsky. Um, but this one is so fucking dumb. I mean, it, it is. And like, I just, can we, okay. We're going to find out why. Wait a second. I'm going to read the whole thing. Before we do that. Yeah. Can we go on a journey? Sure. A mind journey together. Sure, sure. You're here a with quick me? quick one, yeah, sure. You're here in a mind journey palace with me. Okay, good. So Mine we're intellectuals. Uh-huh. We're poets. We're laureates. Uh-huh. We are going to camp. We do not know how to make a s'more. I'm, that's, we, that's s'more. We do not know how to make a one. No. Um. So we think we could Google it. <laughs> we could Google it. We Google it. Food.com comes up. All recipes comes up. Uh, WikiHow comes up. I'm too good for um, that. I'm too too good for that. I, I, I hover that. on the WikiHow because I know it has pictures. I, I breeze past it. I see the New York Times. And I think, those are the fuckers I want to tell me to make my s'more. God, the, yes. A credible news source for over 100 years, except for all the times they Weren't. fucked up bad. Yeah, um... And I click it, and I think this is good. Okay, here yeah. We go. Now I'm in the moat. See, I went on a journey, and now I'm here. Here's what Tanya has to say about s'mores. The perfect campfire s'more is perfect because it's a reflection of you. Is it? Colon, capital M. Maybe you reach for dark chocolate rather than stick to milky bars, or swap in cookies or saltines for the graham crackers. I mean, people are wildin'. Like, I, cool. What kind of white bread motherfucker swaps in saltines? Okay, I'm um, me. Okay, but no, we, <laughs> we, we must move on. But there are a few best practices, including tool and setup tips from the camp cooking experts Megan McDuffie, Michael Van Fleet, and Kina P.A. Am I going to learn anything I don't know? That ensure the marshmallow roasts to gooey, charred excellence and the chocolate surrenders to the heat of the marshmallow, melting but not liquefying. While delicious s'mores can be achieved indoors. Little internal rhyme there. I'm, I'm a poet. With a microwave, broiler, gas stove top, or even a candle. Which I guess it's the New York Times, so that's maybe an okay thing to say, but no. No. I mean, no. You, you better be using an no. organic candle, because if you're using paraffin, you're fucked, and that's how you die. What? Oh, God. <laughs> I just, it's not 1964. We don't have somebody in fingerless gloves in Greenwich Village roasting a marshmallow <laughs> no, over oh a God. single candle. Oh what the fuck candle. is going on? 
A campfire or fire pit imparts a nostalgic, woodsy smokiness. Add-ons like jam, peanut butter, chili flakes, or fresh berries are fun to try out. Why would you put jam on a s'more? What's non-negotiable is that you enjoy s'mores with friends, fellow campers, grandchildren, or whomever you love. Me. I only love me. Ingredients! And my paraffin candle. (laughs) My single paraffin candle. And my poster of Marks. (laughs) Nietzsche, please. (laughs) Come on, let's get it right. Sorry, you're right, you're right. This is the New York Times. It's not. I'm sorry. This isn't fucking uh, Mother Jones. I'm roasting my marshmallows. It's just between me and Nietzsche, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This isn't Mother Jones. Ingredients! Yield as many as you like. Neutral cooking oils such as canola. So already we're way fucking. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tanya. Sorry, Tanya, back up. Tanya, Tanya, back up. <laughs> we'll get up. there. We'll get there. We'll get God, there. I'm clipping. We'll- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus we'll get- Christ. We'll get there. Tanya. Regular or jumbo marshmallows, graham crackers split into even squares or saltine crackers, milk or dark, dark chocolate bars, flaky or coarse salt. Of course. Of course. Step one, expertly assemble and ignite a campfire. Parentheses, watch a how-to video if you need. Tanya. (laughs) Tanya. I I can't stress enough, this is a s'mores recipe for intellectuals. And still I am on WikiHow. Step two, procure roasting skewers. Procure them? Procure them. But non-stolen is fine if you... um. Name brand is okay. <laughs> Colon, capital M. Metal skewers are the way to go as they won't leave bits of tree bark behind in your marshmallow. Who the fuck? Who the f- <laughs> Step three, make a s'more. Colon, capital W, which is an upside down M. With a paper towel, rub a little neutral cooking oil over the end of the metal skewer where the marshmallow will go. This keeps the sugary pillows from sticking. Okay, that's a hack. It is. That's a, a hack. It's a hack. It's a fucking annoying hack. And then now you're also like rubbing canola oil on things next to a fire. So like, I don't know. It's not a hack I'm sold on. It's a hack. <laughs> I think you can let it stick. It's, it's actually a, it's a hack. <laughs> like if I, if the family next door at the campground. Who I've stolen these skewers from. Spider break. Spider break. There's a spider in the living room and Jess has to catch it. She's got a no-kill policy, has to catch it, and I won't get near it, so I have no stakes. I can't vote on this. We catch it instead of killing it. ba 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 I just won't kill them. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fine. Ignore me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm certainly going to try. <laughs> so, anyway. I knew you'd love this shit. Um, I fucking love this shit. I absolutely despise it. <laughs> it's a shame we're not doing any real reviews in our first half. <laughs> Step four, top a cracker with one or two squares of chocolate, depending on size and personal preference. Sprinkle a little salt over the chocolate if you like. Don't make it sexual, Tanya. <sighs> we'll cut to step five. Roast your marshmallows, colon. Capital R, resist the urge to immediately plunge them directly into the flames. Hold the marshmallows over the top of the flames and roast, rotating often until the marshmallows are golden, gooey in the center, and slumped slightly down the skewer. Two to three minutes. And then, a contentious point. 
Lower the marshmallows into the flames, let them catch fire briefly, and then carefully blow them out. A perfect marshmallow is a burnished marshmallow, after all. You know what happens if you've already got it really, really like toasty and gooey and slumpy? Yeah. When you stick it in that fire, especially on your little lubed up skewer, it's coming off. It's coming off, baby. It's, it is that is firewood now. Also, why did you specify golden if we're gonna convert the golden to black? Yeah, um I don't think Tanya's ever had a s'more. <laughs> um, and then an incredibly sexual description for how to put the whole thing together. Uh, New York time New York, listen. The final the final lines. Devour immediately. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Which is what? Oh, I guess I won't finish that sentence. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> this is a family program. <laughs> we got a comment from Mary. Hi, Mary. Disagree strongly on need to char. Oil on skewer a good tip. That's a hack. So that's the intellectual response out of the way. Uh, okay. Thanks. Thanks for getting that out of the way. We needed it. We got a comment from CQ. Trader Joe's. Nope. <laughs> Incorrect. Trader Joe's came out with a fancy pants graham cracker last year that's a single square, slightly thicker than the standard graham. I can say without hesitation that it's phenomenal for s'mores, both traditional and totally revolutionary at the same time. So that's the comment that says absolutely nothing to anyone. We got intellect out of the way, and now we've got inanity. Cool. I mean, it says something to Trader Joe's people. I don't care about their would, feelings. They don't, the thing is, if you're a Trader Joe's shopper, and I've been to a Trader Joe's recently, mm-hmm. um, and I had the revelation that every single time I've ever gone to a Trader Joe's, it's been a worse experience, yeah. which is hard to fathom. It's an absolute decline overall in the data. Really? Cr- like, And I, I go four times a year, even though it's our closest grocery store. I go four yeah. times a year. I get all of my favorite snack foods that are less satisfying yeah. every time I yeah. get them. Fucking A, did I, the, quest, the, the questions I got about my products in my cart during that trip were so weirdly typical. Mm-hmm. To the T. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe it. Could not. But those, the people who hog those fucking aisles and make it impossible to navigate in that fucking Trader Joe's while they rubberneck the ingredients list on every single goddamn product that costs way too goddamn much and doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. They do not know what revolution means as a noun. As a noun. They do not. Um, and especially as an adjective. So to them, this extremely helpful comment. We got a comment from Julia. <laughs> Hi, Julia. We recently stayed at a mountain cabin near Rocky Mountain National Park. The cabin had a few fire pits, which unfortunately we could not use due to bears. Oh, no. Instead, we microwaved each s'more individually for 10 seconds. Not the same. Not crispy and smoky, but works in a pinch if needed. Where did you think the crisp smoke was going to come from? And by needed, you mean if there's bears. If there's bears <laughs> using the camp, if, like the, if all the campfires are already taken up by bears, <laughs> and there's not any left for camper use. <laughs> if there's three bears in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Time to bust out the microwave. Which one do you sleep with? 
but, is the question, right? <laughs> but yeah, not crispy, not smoky. Maybe it could have happened, you know? No. Maybe. If you take something out of your microwave and it is both crispy and smoky and needs to get rid of your microwave. There might have been, if this was an Airbnb, there might have been some really old liquid smoke in one of the cabinets. Yeah, sometimes there is. Sometimes there is. We got a comment from Misty. Hi, Misty. Misty's been training that Psyduck every goddamn evening. If you have homemade marshmallows, those are the best to use. They don't catch fire. They just caramelize so nicely. Everything catches fire. No, no. <laughs> let's let's drill down. No. Let's drill down into it. No, you don't get to say everything catches fire. If fire you, does not discriminate. Well, fire doesn't catch fire. If you make homemade marsh, could you imagine does if it could? That'd be fire. Get, fire, fire. Does Ooh. fire get bigger? That's what they get in California. Does sometimes. fire get bigger? It catches more fire. <laughs> everything catches fire. Uh. But let's drill down into this specifically. The the thesis from from our intellectual New York Times reader is that homemade marshmallows do not catch fire, but store bought ones do. They don't. Let's think about. I just want to think about like okay. Let's but let's let's hypothesize. Maybe it is true. Let's test this hypothesis. It's, what what that suggests is that the stay pu- the stay puffed company is pumping their marshmallows full of kerosene. Yes. Or some other flammable that your homemade marshmallow magically does not contain. Even flame retardant material <laughs> will catch fire we'll catch at some fire. point. Like you your, really pa- push your it. pajamas are meant to like save you just in case. <laughs> but like if you leave your pajamas in a fire, they will be fire. <laughs> Misty's next sentence is really going to help. Do you want me to go ahead and speak, I, help I'm you out o- with that? I obviously am doing really good so far with Misty's review. So comment. Thank you. Uh, this this will clear some things up. Trader Joe's has the best cram- graham crackers I've ever tasted. God, you and sounds so should meet in the Trader Joe's and get your rocks off. <laughs> in the fucking pre-made dinner aisle. Um, Oh, we we got a comment from Katie. I'm so salty. Um, Katie's comment, I think, is meant to read nicely, but it ultimately amounts to the strongest indictment of the New York Times I've ever seen. Okay, let me just pull my mic a little closer to my chair. I'm just going to sit back for this one. Quite possibly the best recipe I've read here. Yikes. Alive. Thank you so much, Katie. <laughs> There's a bunch more we don't need to read. Holy but smokes. That's that's um, our first look at intellectual s'mores. S'mores for the smart crowd. <laughs> My eye has just started to twitch. If your life is a fucking mess, send us a mail on the pony distress. Um, so I today would like to shout out listener Lee for never having a meatloaf sandwich. 
Oh my gosh. I also want to apologize about the very, very firm stance that we took about putting meatloaf on a sheet pan. <laughs> because it turns out it may have alienated a couple of listeners. Uh, yeah, listener Jim reached out on Twitter. Look, <laughs> I, 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 look I'm... I'm if 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 not anything else, I am willing to take a bold stance that I deep down maybe know is wrong. But on surface level, I know the stakes are too high not to take it. You're all liars. We're all liars. You're all liars. You're all liars. Um, you can't do it. It cookies. I have to imagine it blob that it cookies. Fishes. Um, it blobfishes big time. Listener Reese, who is um longtime fave of the show did not want to send this to us in the email or on Twitter. So I've gone and done a bad thing and I found it on the Discord and now I'm bringing it to the podcast anyway because it's my fucking favorite thing. Oh, thank you so much. So in one of these... Okay. I don't know a lot about the world. I know a lot about the world, but there's a lot of things I don't know about and I don't really understand this whole like... I put these words in the AI machine and it gives me art phenomenon i don't really get it i don't think there's a lot to get but so you probably get it more than uh, you let that's it what you just said is so you do get it i don't really get it fair enough but listener reese has this magic ability and did put in two lemons hosting a podcast into (laughs) the ai generator thingy yeah thingy um and this is what came up and it's the most accurate depiction of the two of us hosting a podcast i've ever seen in my life Jesus fucking Christ. I love that. Oh, and is, is Detective Frog... Oh, there's yeah, Detective Frogster um, down there. Listener Results did Detective Frogster, and then the other uh, one I wanted to show you was... Here, can you... um Your sweet, sweet baby girl. Anthony. Oh, um, she's looking good. That's good. Thank you so much, Reese. That's great. So we're definitely going to share the lemon one. I don't know how who to who to thank for the art. No one. Um. But, Artificial intelligence, I guess. I love those. Um, can I, you... I thank listener Reese for putting the ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I just elbowed my box really hard. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. It, do- it does. Yeah, thank you for calling that out before I did. Um, okay, can... anyway, thanks, Reese. Let's move on. Can you uh, text me the lemon picture so I can make it the picture for the episode? Yes. Okay, great. I, I like that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to email it, and I didn't want to send it on Twitter. I'm gonna hide it, and now I'm just gonna make it like the thing and you see first. I just can't. I'm obsessed with it. It's really good. Um. So that's what I have for the pony. Oh, I'm going first. So I. It's my. It's me next. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, listener Christopher, thanks again for recommending a, a topic like ages ago. And next time, I'm gonna do it. I'm already. Oh. I'm already starting it. Well, we're recording it tomorrow because we're doing a double because we're yeah. going to Yahats next week. So I'm doing it. That's all. And brainworms, I'm finally gonna do your thing. Whoops, sorry. Whoops. Hey, whoops, sorry. Big listener special. That'll be, that'll be fun. Big listener special. That'll be fun. So, you know how sometimes a product is actually dangerous and bad for your health. <laughs> many, many products. In fact, I would even say that that's kind of America's whole economy. <laughs> <laughs> until it's nicotine and then the feds will absolutely crack the fuck down um everything else fair game fair game fair fucking game but the second you flavor nicotine the cuffs are coming out the cuffs the cuffs are coming out the cuffs are coming off everything's coming off oh god please put clothes back on it's crazy um we're gonna start with somebody who made 
their entire Amazon account in order to make this specific review. And I know that because of their Amazon username. And this is a review for the Juicy Salif. It is a one-star review. In case you're coming back to this episode a week later. Oh, yeah. You've been in a coma and now you're back. And now you're Reminder, back. Reminder. Um, people, Juicy Salif. People are squishing lemons wholesale onto a spaceship. <laughs> Amazon user. Aluminum is dangerous metal to put lemon together. It will lead towards corrosion and leaching of metal into the lemon juice. Mm. Is the name of the user. <laughs> awesome. The name of the review is... Aluminum is a neurotoxin. Yeah. Here is the review. You would not be good buying the juicer. It is toxic. But it doesn't look that way from how you choose the lemon or your citrus fruits. But it leaches the aluminum into the lemon juice or your citruses. Look it up. (laughs) Okay. Pretty chill review for someone who has an absolutely unhinged name. So pretty chill for somebody who who made a an Amazon account in order to yeah. give you that review. It's like they got all their jimmies out in the account creation process, and when they, when they went to write it, they were like, "Ugh, fucking actually, it's who cares? fine. I don't fucking give a whatever. Shit. It's all fucked anyway. Yeah, everything's fucked. Honestly, <laughs> sorry for the swearing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, art is beautiful. Is German. Is German and off to a bad start. You, the, uh, art is beautiful, yes, but look somewhere else. You, you said earlier this thing is in multiple museums. Uh-huh. It's like because it's it's, it's not in a, the MoMA. It's in MoMA. It's in MoMA among others. Among others, but like one of it, it is in. And that's interesting to me because it's not. It's and it's so, in the Met, I think. So it's in MoMA. I guess probably somewhere near the installation that's an upside down toilet. You think somewhere near? So so it's upside down toilet. Juicy Salif. Juicy Salif. And it just makes you Thanks wonder you. why then this is something you would sell on Amazon. Because I don't think they sell upside down toilets on Amazon. Can you get a Banksy? I don't think so. Artist beautiful. One star. Super design in the wrong material because lemon plus aluminum equals colon. A real eye. <laughs> Do you ever forget to put the frowny on your smiley face? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It equals eyes only. You'll lose everything (laughs) from the eyes down. I mean, that, yeah, it sounds like. Or or eyes up, even if it's a neurotoxin. That's fair. And I should know. I've been using aluminum recreationally for. Fuck, how old am I? 32. This is a good bit. Carry on. A real eye catcher and long awaited design. I, I decided to instead of yes anthing that I was going to take my badminton racket and just slam the shuttlecock into the ground. And it felt, sometimes it feels really good. Uh, and everybody yeah. who's like, no, 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 you got to play in this space doesn't know how good it is. No, it, how it, good it feels to I know, could, but. I could tell it felt, the shuttlecock was oh me. God. I understand. But you're my favorite shuttlecock. Thanks, babe. A real eye catcher, says a 13 year old boy. <laughs> A long-awaited, <laughs> a long-awaited desired object from me that now only stands on the fridge and is admired sadly. After all, on the fridge stands on top of the fridge, no, so, which no, means no, no, you no, have no. you have more, you have at least a foot of clearage. 
Clearance. Clearance. Between the top of your fridge and the ceiling, which we but, do too, but it just seems like a silly place to put it. Yeah, well, you know, it's a patently silly place to put it. When I put, I keep things on top of our fridge because our kitchen has no storage whatsoever. Yeah. Which is like the worst thing to deal with in an apartment. Yeah. It's, it's awful. You can't store food. It fucking sucks. Yeah. So we keep things on the fridge like like our stand mixer and our rice cooker and i put those things up there knowing damn well that i will need to rinse them sometimes before i use them because that is the dustiest place in our home after all Uh, no 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 I'm it, so I'm so pissed. That is where that that that, that this is the dustiest juicy salif. This is the dustiest thing that's also in MoMA that exists on this planet today is this person's juicy salif. I um want that on my gravestone. <laughs> I'm I that sentence really delights me. The dustiest thing <laughs> in MoMA. <laughs> After all, if you <laughs> hear lies. The dustiest thing also in MoMA. After all, if you Google for citric acid with aluminum, the danger of getting Alzheimer's disease has been lurking for a long time, and the manufacturer unfortunately does not keep up with the times. No, 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 hunty. The manufacturer (laughs) tells you this is not a lemon juicer. Um, nevertheless, I am enthusiastic about the design as well as the use, because if you put a glass underneath, you can get everything right in the glass without losing juice. Which means you used it? Yes. Why are you using it? Unfortunately, for the above reasons, I now only use the juicer lemon squeezer as a decorative object. Pity. No, you don't. It's on top of your fridge. Decorative things decorative. don't... Go- Nobody puts decorative things on their fridge. It's- they put things they don't have cabinet space for on the fridge, it's- where they know it's going to get fucked. It's decorating the top of my fridge. Like, because not only... Because we also don't have a vent hood for our oven, which, whatever. I know that's not... We didn't... That's not our call fucking so not only does our stuff get dusty and even if you have a vent hood it's also going to get like greasy and shit it's the worst place for this item worst place john c has a three-star review cena i assume (sighs) yeah it has the form but not the function yep that sounds like the point i've had my eye on this object for a while or lack thereof no one has a point just on the wrong side i know just on the wrong side i mean it's only for stabbing you when you wash it (laughs) And always admired the beautiful form. I had been under the impression that it also had very good function as a juicer, so I thought I was going to take the plunge and buy one to replace the simple and conventional glass juicer we already own. What the? Who the fuck is buying this thing? It's a juice with. The form is indeed beautiful when you open the box, but the function is pretty poor. First, if you read the instructions inside the box, it makes it clear this is only designed as a lemon squeezer. Don't call it a citrus squeezer. On the website and box exterior, if you can't use it for oranges and grapefruit. And the countless other things that'll poison your brain. And, believe me, you can't. You'll get as much... You'll get almost as much juice on the wall and counter as you do in the glass, since the juice will spray in every direction. Even when I very delicately spent a minute or so carefully squeezing a lemon half into a mug, there was a fair amount of lemon juice sprayed on the counter. This never happens with a simple glass manual squeezer we've had for years. In short, if you want something that looks nice on your counter but barely works, this juicer is for you. If you squeeze oranges and grapefruits with any regularity for a glass of juice... Don't waste your time. 
I just the the moral the the issues around this product are so dense and interlocking and diverse that I a person of my caliber not being a professional comedian or pu- or professional speaker cannot possibly concisely illustrate all those issues in a way that will play but you can never put enough disclaimers on this product, which is a juicer that will keep people from juicing with it because you sold it as a juicer. Once that happens, people will juice with it because that is what it's called and that is ostensibly what it is. You can put disclaimers on the thing itself and people will still juice with it. So I would just suggest that it is fucking irresponsible to sell this product to consumers as a juicer. If you want to sell it out of like art boutiques or whatever, fine. But even then, if you're if it's a juicer, people will juice with it. So like it just I just think this is wrong on like that level. And then also the whole who's buying it thing, which is mind blowing. Mind blowing. But that but it's fucked. Like you, there's no you, the, the, you, the disclaimers are, are like almost irrelevant. People will use it. Worth has a one star review. Worth what? Uh, and I, I, I'm not even sure. It's W I R T H. Okay. So I want to say Wirth because it because it's from Germany and melted in the dishwasher. Oh, for fuck's sake! Hi. Hi, hi! I put it in the juice washer. Ju- I put I put my I put it in the juice washer and it didn't come out right. Hi, I I put it in the dishwasher. I know this is also in MoMA, but I put mine in the dishwasher. Now it's the most dishwashed thing that's also in MoMA. <laughs> Hi. Well, I put my upside down toilet in there too. It fared a lot better. My Banksy did amazing. Hi. The product seemed first of good quality, but turned black in the dishwasher. I then cleaned the black film, but I still do not know if it's toxic now to press fruit with. It was toxic before. I will return the product because I fear for my health. Yeah, and you really feared... Does it say on the product page that you can't juice with it? Um, yes. Okay. Well, it, not, no. Not super obviously. Yes. It, okay. they, they do claim it's a juicer uh, in the Amazon, I on the Amazon page. Just should not be allowed? It should not be allowed. This is an online retailer that sells everything except bongs. And they're... But they sell... <laughs> but they sell this. It's poison. Yeah. Ah. You could also buy poison. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, I guess. But the poison is for rats. So I'm not coming home like, oh, well, I'll use it for me. It's in MoMA. It must be good for me. Omar has our last review. Omar is coming to us from 2004. Wow. Yeah. At this point, the Juicy Salif was 14 years old. Absolutely disgraceful. <laughs> I was very, very ridiculously excited when I ordered my Juicy Salif. But there was disappointment when it hit my doorstep. Absolute rubbish! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be packed with features. <laughs> Where's the Bluetooth? It has nothing useful and it looks awful as well. Doesn't look anything like the picture. Not at all! What do you mean it uses an iPhone charger? I'm an Android guy. But no, but we have to go back. 
okay it. We have to go back. Because Omar isn't saying I thought it would have features in 2014 or 2020 or 2021. Omar is saying, I thought it was going to have features Fair in enough. 2004. Fair enough. So what features was it going to have? Yeah. Did it play an MP3? <laughs> could what, what, did, what was going to happen? Oh, could it burn a CD? Could it burn? If you put it on a CD, could it play it? Could it burn a CD that already has stuff on it? Because that's some top tier shit. That's top tier fucking shit right there. Right there. Um, right there. I am going to tell Philip Stark how rubbish the Juicy Salif really is. Then I will have it melted down and turned in to a cheese grater. (laughs) So you can ruin your cheese, too. So that will also have neurotoxins in it. Well, cheese is a base. So I guess it it wouldn't react with the acid. No, I mean, unless it just leaches in anyway. I don't know. But, but, but I mean, it uh, sounds, sensibly, it sounds, it'd be good to go. It sounds like it's an acid plus aluminum situation. Yeah, yeah. So if this was a milk juicer, it'd be fine. If this was juicing cows only. Yeah. Or me. Whatever. Okay. <sighs> S'mores? We, did you want to get into that more? Or? Uh, I'm no, okay. I think gets, I'm, we checked out on that um, one? Let's, you know, not with a bang, but a whimper, I guess. Mm. We'll move on. Let's okay. move on. We're doing a little roundup of uh, other s'mores things I saw online, and then okay. we got reviews. Okay. For one thing. Okay. I just wanted to let you know what's out there. There's another website called Let's Camp S'more. Okay. And it's a camping recipes website. Interesting. And when I saw it, after doing copious amounts of research on camping recipes that have not made it into the program, a hundred plus screenshots that are not being used today or ever. Um, I saw this website and I was like, what the fuck? Because it's a whole website of camping recipes. Turns out it's one of those places where you leave a star rating and then you leave a comment. Uh So uh not doing it. I did want to let you know they have a a recipe called S'mores Charcuterie Board. I don't think you can make a charcuterie out of uh, s'more. They did. Uh, It looks kind of like that. It's a display on a picnic table. You lay a whole thing out for your family and friends. I mean, I guess um, it does technically have meat and cheese. Which... It doesn't have meat. Oh, okay. Did you see meat? It looked like little ham cubes. <laughs> no, it's chocolate. Oh, it looked like little <laughs> ham slices. That's my favorite part of any charcuterie board is the little ham cubes, like from the buffet. Listen, to, have, to be a charcuterie, it has to have meat and cheese. <laughs> like it can't. The salad bar. It can't. It has to have meat and cheese. Uh, anyway, um, g- extending from the center radially, we have fudge stripes, oatmeal cookies, chips ahoy, and I can recognize that that's exactly what those are. Uh, those little pretzel snaps. And then ham. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. cl- club crackers, graham crackers, and then three different sizes of marshmallow, but all white marshmallows, so we're not going too crazy. Uh, and then chocolate in the center, and then apropos of jack shit, uh, some waffle cones and some white bread. So if you ever wanted to make a s'more with white bread, this website thinks that's a dope thing to do. Oh, no. We're not doing reviews for any of that. What's the most intellectual thing we could find s'mores reviews for? Not the New York Times. No. The most intellectual version of the American classic, the s'more. I really don't know. We got reviews for Southern Tier Brewing Company's Nitro S'more 
Imperial Milk Stout, as featured on BeerAdvocate.com. This For the has, intellectual. For the intellectual. <laughs> this has a score of 96, meaning that it falls into their world-class category, yet somehow it's ranked 1,011. So go figure. Uh, the PDEV is 7.82. Don't know what that means. <laughs> um, and we got a review. We got a review on Beer Advocate by P. Semperviva for the Southern Tier Brewing Company Nitro Milk Stout S'more. Okie dokie. And we used to like Southern Tier. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. We used to, it was Southern Tier is a weird one for us because we, in college, Southern Tier was available pretty widely yeah. at like craft beer stores and liquor stores. Um, and they, they like exclusively do really heavy dessert beers. Yeah. That's like what they do. They're like yeah. 10% alcohol. This is 10%. Yeah. Um, 10 and up dessert beers and that's what got me into like craft beer yeah because oh my god this beer tastes like a pumpkin pie you can do that you can what the hell and it gets me trashed yeah so i was like hooked from that point and then southern tier just vanished from tennessee completely vanished i don't know where it went totally stopped distributing i think they're out of new york yeah they're out of new york oh right and i've always been like why are you called southern tier if you're out of new york yeah well, well what can you do uh, P. Semper Viva, 4.85 out of 5. A grad school rating. With an R dev of 11.5%. <laughs> Random deviation. I know. Don't, don't email us. I created an account just to review this specific beer. Aluminum is toxic. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about the color, the head, etc., just the flavor. I was hoping to get Southern Tears Pump King, which is the one I just referred to. God, it's such a good beer. God, it's good. But they're already entirely sold out everywhere. I grabbed this s'more stout instead. This is my new favorite beer. I hadn't drank beer in three years. Wow. <laughs> so the three-year chip out the window. Out the window. Good God. May we're not supposed to brag about that, I don't think. I don't know how it all works, but you got ruled, bud. Call your sponsor. <laughs> and since trying this last week, I've drank one every night since. When I get off work, I cannot wait to come home and crack one of these open. Okay. <laughs> it's equally good out of the can as it is in a glass. Equally good at room temp as it is cold. Okay. And Fred, you shouldn't know that. No. No, that means you got a problem. Yeah. Don't, 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 you don't have to try it at room temp. No. Just keep them in the fridge. Yeah. It's okay <laughs> to wait until they're cold. You can wait until they're cold, Fred. I've had chocolate stouts before, at least three years ago. And this is fairly similar, but way better. It's not too sweet, even though this, the description makes it sound like it would be. While it doesn't actually taste like s'mores, it does taste fantastic. What's it taste like? The flavor makes me feel like I'm sitting next to a campfire. What's it taste like? I, I assume hot dogs. Okay. If it's not s'mores. Dirt? <laughs> yeah, dirt. It's, it tastes like dirt and hot dogs? Okay. I, I mean, the list of things that make you... It's a small list. That empty Ziploc bag that you didn't feel like throwing away. My only gripe is the price, which breaks down to nearly $4 for a 9.6 ounce can. So they sell it in like a little squat can. Hmm. Thanks. Good job, New York. Keep it real. 
It is because he- we like do pints here. Yeah. Oregon does not fuck around. We it does we not. fuck with pints. We do. Yes. This, my friends, is a pint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to be fair, this beer in Oregon would be like eight dollars or more easily. It is heavenly, though, so it's still worth it. I hope Southern Tier keeps cranking these out. It will be a very sad day when I can't find it anymore. <laughs> okay. Where is my beer? Where is my beer? Where is my beer? Um, so I just got this last one, babe. I'm ready for it. It's a 4.81. It's a grad school uh, review. Mm-hmm. It's by beer advocate user Path of Chaos. Uh huh. Appearance. Where is my beer? I have to read this with the right emotional register to keep it from sounding so completely stupid. Okay. Let me get myself together. Appearance. A starry night in a glass. Okay. Jet black. With tiny, diamond-like bubbles, dimly visible within, the head is a flawlessly compact beige horizon. I don't think that sounds as good as you think it does. Flawlessly (laughs) compact beige horizon. (laughs) You're not into beige horizon? Flawlessly compact beige horizon. That's that's the oil rig I bought last weekend. It's called the beige horizon. Yikes alive. Uh, Being a nitro, its retention is eternal. And it laces like heavy cream. Okay. You are into this beer, bud. <laughs> do you know, how do you feel about eternal retention? I I think that um, Path of Chaos knows a lot of words. I think I think it's a phrase my proctologist used last weekend, and it was quite alarming at the time. I think I think <laughs> that they know a lot of words. <laughs> Bouquet. So we're not doing smell. We're doing, we're doing the bouquet. Bouquet. It's okay. This person has a graduate degree. Like snapping a big, thick graham cracker in half and taking a whiff. I have to assume in logistics. And now they work at a marketing company <laughs> and this is their life. <laughs> have you, You've never snapped a big, thick Trader Joe's graham cracker in half and just... No, I don't respect him. We've talked about this. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> It's just weird because I think you can smell the graham cracker like. Anyway, I don't think no. you, I don't think you have to crack it open. You do. Okay. That's how they release the oils. Right. So if you're making a, a graham cracker cocktail, you have to you have to fucking slap it in your palm. You have to like <laughs> release all those essentials. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, you got to activate it. Okay. Beyond this grand vanguard of graham. <laughs> now we're just being ridiculous. <laughs> are milky marshmallows in traces of and there, there's no milk there's no dairy in marshmallows they're no, not they're not, not vegetarian it, but it's a horse product it is a horse product um not a lot of people people are weird about eating horse meat but marshmallows were good to go feel full of body and low of carbonation has a luscious back end same 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 Love it. I was looking at it. it was I love a luscious back end. I was looking. It's it the same. Uh, Top three favorite things: a luscious back end of uniquely spongy marshmallow. Give. Oh. God, you make it gross. <laughs> Am I not supposed to? I 
I don't know. But I'm just letting you know you've succeeded. You don't like spongy marshmallow give when not you're, when when you're it's digging a, into a luscious not, back end? I'm done. <laughs> you keep going. I'll I be I don't over think here. Do, I don't think you're doing it right if you're not into that. I'm... I'll be here. Okay. And you be over there, okay? It looks like the same place you were in before, uh, so I think we can still communicate. Yeah, um, we'll find out. <laughs> you be over there. Do I need to get a medium if I want to keep communicating with you? Let's let's find out. You crossed over? Uh-huh. Taste. So this will be good. <laughs> I didn't realize we weren't there yet. They're right. Since we're... A wholesale downing a packet of Swiss mix and licking a cracker. Like, I, I thought we were there, but that's fine. <laughs> Bitter stout malts mingled with graham cracker. Dryness. Followed closely by an overflowing tablespoon of... <laughs> really diminishes the overflowing part if you mention a tabe. Yeah. It's not that much. Of deeply chocolatey syrup unfurled above it all like a hot air balloon is marshmallow semicolon but which yeah you already talked about the marshmallow but okay <laughs> but semicolon but which is grammatically incorrect it's so thoroughly air puffed that its presence and also air puffed is hyphenated which is also incorrect uh that its presence is stretched to subtlety and its sugars are suitably redacted they studied logistics. They don't have an MFA. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, but if you're using a semicolon, you don't need to use but because you're you don't That's need what the, the semicolon. You don't for. need the conjunction anymore. You just yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The semicolon is yeah. So you, you've made a, a fragment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Overall, uncomplicated, bittersweet, and exactly as advertised. More bitter than dessert, but it's still a dessert beer. <laughs> I hated that. Uh, and that was from December 2021. So this person had ample time to get fucking real. Yeah. Yeah. Ample yeah. time to get you real. You did. You, you really... That's on you. That's all on you, bud. <laughs> and you chose not to. And that's weird to me. That's weird. That's strange. If you want to get real with us, you can reach us on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at Critic Everyone, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. If you want to get real with each other... Start by telling them about our show. Tell someone about our show. Yeah, it's a really good way to get real with somebody. If you want two lemons hosting a podcast directly above your belly button, give our give our brother a call. Yeah, brother of the show, Oliver, BeastCoastArts at gmail.com. Yeah, he or, um, will draw it for you. Oh, I actually don't have his phone number. Do you have his phone number? I'm not going to give them his phone number. Oh, we're yeah. not doing that. Okay. You do have we, his, don't we normally? You have his phone number. Let me see. You're in a group chat with him. Yeah, but that's WhatsApp. That's different. They're the same phone number. Is that the same phone number? How do you not know how things work? WhatsApp has my phone number? That's not good. I'd like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music. Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. And as always, myself for Sickness Energy, our fucking bop of an intro. One time you logged in on my phone and now my contacts list has all your contacts and it's like I'm popular. On that note. <laughs> it's so many contacts. Sunday. What oh my a- God, I forgot about Sunday. I haven't thought about Sunday in years. It literally, it, there's no last name. It just says, I just have an entry in my contacts that simply says Sunday. I don't know her last name. Her first name is Sunday. I do respect her. Maybe it's a modern name. 
I do, I do want to say I do respect her. And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>